Five o'clock straight up in the Southland. A live imaging Tuesday with Sit Down and with Cap. It is time for what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, producer Lizzie. Thanks, Christopher. All right, guys. So the missing manned submersible that got lost on its way to view the Titanic is going to run out of oxygen in less than two days. This is the craziest freaking story ever. It really I, is. I can't believe what I'm like. It's off reading and. So for anyone who doesn't know, the submersible, which is not the same thing as a submarine, it's much smaller and it doesn't even like have. Its yeah. own control. It's controlled by like a remote control that's connected to the ship. It looks right. like a video game. Right. They like it looks like a cheesy little like PlayStation remote control. Correct. So it's part of an eight-day OceanGate expeditions tour that offers passengers a chance to explore the wreckage of the Titanic. And five people in that submersible went missing on Sunday. Right. The submersible, they lost contact with the ship. So... Tourists can pay $250,000 to explore what remains of the Titanic, two main pieces that sit about two and a half miles down into the ocean, about 400 miles off the coast of Newfoundland, Canada. Apparently, this company says that there were previously successful missions down to the wreck back in 2021 and 2022, but Sunday's sub lost communication with its mothership. And the, the way that they navigate, Cappy and I were watching this video before the show. That would have been great for our reality show, Cappy. Me and you watching this video. That would have been We were good. just like, oh my God. It's insane. This, this CBS reporter was talking about how he was like, these, these parts are just things that you can get off the shelves. And the guy's like, oh yeah, I got this part at Camping World. Dude, yeah, dude. They, these five people are on this little mini submarine mm-hmm. that was remote controlled and has lost, you know, its signal from the main ship. There's five people in there who know they're going to die, dude. Like they're going to run out of oxygen. Well, wait a second. And they're at, the bottom, they're at the bottom of the sea where well, it's not. pitch black. Wait. They can't see anything in yeah. front of them. How do we know? Because that's what it, the way it's been described on the news hmm. from people who are experts. Really? And so, producer Emily was saying earlier that because of the technology they use to create this, mm-hmm. if that was to somehow come to the top of the sea, mm-hmm. they would have to blow it up to get it open because it's like a cage. Right. So to get it open it without the so- right without the software, because obviously the software is malfunctioned, mm-hmm. right? So now they can't get it open. It's a tiny thing with five people in it. To, to get it open, you're, you're going to have to kill somebody. Right. Or so, potentially kill them all. They said that the way that it there's it's not high tech whatsoever. The way that they navigate to the Titanic is through text messages. So they literally showed this video where back in like the command center, these people are texting them, go about 30, 30 degrees northeast. Okay, now move about 40 degrees. Like that's how they're navigating to the actual wreckage. Yeah. So when it gets lost, it's like, oh, sorry. But let me tell you something. Crazy, man. From the beginning of it all. It costs $250,000 to do this, right? which is a monster risk. No different than if you decided you were going to go up into outer space with Elon Musk. That's right. a huge risk, too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except Elon Musk has like an actual, I don't know. To me, this, this is a lot different than Elon Musk. No, 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 no but it's, it's an adventurous thing that you don't know that it's sure, 100% sure. guaranteed that you're going to be safe. Sure, and if I watched that CBS guy's little uh, look into what those people had in store for them, there's no chance in hell you could get me on that but, thing. But you just imagine. You me yeah, to do it. Exactly, but listen, no imagine way. being in a tube that's about 10 feet in diameter, but you can't stand up. You, so there's because no, there is a toilet in there. They they made a big deal in the cell wait, that hey, there's a toilet. But it's not a toilet. It's actually the size of like a subway cup. My point is is good. that it, it look if you told me I had to be in this this thing on the ground, not in the ocean, I couldn't spend five or six days in that thing with four or five people. There's nowhere to go. You can't stand up. There's no movement. There's I I I would be so oh, claustrophobic yeah. in this thing. Yeah. So to be underneath the water looking for the Titanic. By the way, when you get to the Titanic, what do you do? Open the door and swim out and check it out? I mean, you're seeing it on a computer screen. Listen, I hope they find these guys. I hope they're all alive. Doesn't look like it's trending that way. I mean, how much time do they have left? They I'll have 40, 40 hours as of like 1 o'clock oh Eastern today. God. So basically they have until like thir- hours. Thursday morning. I'll just yeah. say this. If you go skydiving and you jump out of an airplane, oh, no, there's a chance you can die that the thing doesn't open. If you get in a car, I get, I get that part yeah. of it. It still doesn't make it awful to think about. It is horrible. Yeah, but that was the inherent risk these oh, fellows no, I, took. I'm a hundred percent in agreement. I understand. It still sucks to yeah. know. It, it's different when you jump out of the plane because you think the chute's going to open. It's only after the chute doesn't open that you're like, oh my god, and that takes a couple seconds and it's over. They've Splat. Been, 
They've been that was unnecessary. Well, they, I mean, we kind of understood what happened yeah, when they I mean, hit the ground. Splat? Yeah, because yeah. the way you described it was like you yeah. only have a couple seconds and then it's yeah. over. Yeah, I can't hear you. That, that was that was unnecessary, but nonetheless. So, uh, but I mean, it's ima- horrible. Imagine knowing this. How long have these people known that they've been lost at sea? Um, since Sunday. Sunday Bro. afternoon. Dude. You guys, oh, we should play this Four really quick. days Bro of Andrew. knowing that there's a chance that you're going to die, and that and that increasing in the tension and the stress as time goes by, that's in, uh, there might be someone in there already who already passed away of like a heart attack. Mm. I probably would. Yeah. So we should play this, this clip from this. Hopefully not, but God. There's a CBS journalist. His name is David Pogue, and he, <laughs> he went on this thing last year, what? and it's insane. Listen to, just listen to what some of the things that this guy says about this ship. Let's listen to the quick clip. Not going to lie, I was a little nervous. An experimental submersible vessel that has not been approved or certified by any regulatory body and could result in physical injury, disability, emotional trauma, or death. Where do I sign? Oh! Take your shoes off, that's customary. Okay. Wow! Size of a minivan. Inside, the sub has about as much room as a minivan. So, this is not your grandfather's submersible. (laughs) We only have one button, that's it. It should be like an elevator. You know, it shouldn't take a lot of skill. The Titan is the only five-person sub in the world that can reach titanic depths, 2.4 miles below the sea. Whoa. It's also the only one with a toilet, sort of. And yet, I couldn't help noticing how many pieces of this sub seemed improvised. We can use these off-the-shelf components. I got these from uh, Camper World. We run the whole thing with this game controller. (laughs) Come on! Dude. It wow. seems like this submersible has some elements of macgyver Yeah, Yeah, you don't bad. think? It's yeah. bad. It's really Dude. bad. It's I like mean, some guy We macgyver this show together many years Every ago day. to make it work. Yeah. But We're not, not killing it. people here. This guy like made well, this in his backyard, it seems We're like. killing careers, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> and listeners. Yeah, brutal. Apparently. Like, the whole thing is brutal, dude. Dude, to go two and a half miles under the water in a garbage can with a remote control... I mean, and I got to pay $250,000 to do that? To see a wreckage of a sunk boat? No, thanks, bro. With a camera because there's a computer monitor? I get it, but it still doesn't make it less horrible that they know they're going to potentially die. Wait, you want to know what's even better? Funch just jumped in here to give me this piece of information about it. One of the guys is a British billionaire, right? Right, right. His stepson... Knowing that his dad, his stepdad, is missing on the submersive thing, he went to the Blink-182 concert last night. Oh, really? Yes, that's some succession stuff right there. He mm-hmm. said it might be distasteful being here, but my family would want me to be at the Blink One Eighty Two show. Won't. Right, yeah. <laughs> got to be your band, Cappy. Yeah, uh, I had a bunch of buddies that went to this concert last night, and I'm like, Are there are there step parents missing in a submersive underwater? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't I, think but so. that's your band. You sang it when the the gutty little Padres won. Yeah, at the stadium. And I'll tell you, the gutty little Padres stink. Ugh. And the uh, the Dodgers Super Bowl Dodgers they stink too. Well, but we kind of talked about it at the beginning of the season, you and I, that we didn't expect this season to be one of those types of seasons. Yeah, but on the other hand, you didn't think. It, I mean, it's how bad is it? I mean, they're still in it. The Dodgers. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They're still alive, but their pitching is a disaster. We all they're know not the, story. the Mets. The well, Mets are a disaster. Yeah, the Mets are a team that obviously spent a ton of money and then had high expectations with a bunch of a old guys, yeah. right? But the Dodgers have been so good for so long, and there are still many of the faces that have made them that. Sure. So when you've got Mookie Betts, and you add Freddie Freeman, and you still had a Muncie, and you've still got Kershaw. But they've been hurt. I understand. So everybody's gotten hurt. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, they're playing really bad baseball. You you know what? Tell me. I'm telling everybody they need to chill the bleep out on the Dodgers already. You are. Chill the bleep out. Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously. Wait, this is from the guy... That after like three weeks was like, Max Muncy can't hit fourth anymore. He can't. I'm like, can't you just give no. it a couple of weeks? Can't hit fourth is different. You can move guys up and down the lineup all season long. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like they have played, hold on, 39. I think they play like 70 72 games. games. Yeah. They still have 100 games well, almost. Yeah. Almost 100 games. 90 games. Like there's a long way to go. Yeah. Let but- them get healthy for a little stretch and let's see what's up. If not, if you can't have the patience... To deal with the Dodgers. Don't do not do it. 72 bleeping games into the season. Don't do this. With a ton of injuries. Please. You can go to hell. Oh, my God. You gutless, Cappy. 
You mean to tell me you're giving it the AD treatment? Go to hell. Wow. Wow. Okay? It's 72 bleeping games. Everyone has been hurt. It's a freaking mash unit, I tell you. And everyone wants to go, oh my God, they're not winning the division. It's okay. It's okay. What's they're, okay? They're going to be fine. They're going to win the division? You know who's ahead of them? Arizona. The Gi- and the San Giants. San Francisco? Yeah. Neither team is great. What do you mean? Arizona is going to be great one day, but they're not great yet. Mm. Okay? They're not great yet. They're going to be really fun to watch right now and moving forward for a while, but they're not great yet. Oh, really? Here comes the hook. See, because you said go to hell. Thank you. Giants are not that good, so just give it some time. Let's get healthy. Let's talk in, what's the 20th? In five weeks. Well, when the we'll, deadline. We'll make an appointment. We'll make an appointment five weeks from now. Five weeks from now, I bet you they'll be okay. They'll right. be better than they are right now. And if they're not, then we can take the return trip back from hell. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So it's not until after the All-Star break. Right. Okay. Got it. All right. No, no. Well, I mean, the trade deadline. Let me see the week of the trade deadline. Okay. All right. Very good. Let's see where we're at. Yeah. All-Star break is coming up uh, early July. Make an informed decision. Look, all I'm saying to you is this, Okay. Um, a team like the Dodgers, who got off to a hot start, has come back down to earth, okay? Getting swept by the Giants when you're at home, and by the way, being beaten 15-0, and having your home Awful. fans boo you. Embarrassing. Okay? So that's not good. That's all, that, in a silo, I'm with you there. But here's the thing. These next two games, um, I would tell you right now, just based on what I've seen, I test here, Angels are probably better than the Dodgers right now. And if I'm the Angels, and I'm an Angels fan, I'm showing up tonight, and I'm showing up tomorrow night, I'm going, yo, this is my shot. I would like to see my team, the Angels, beat up on those guys who've been so good for so long. And I would think Angels Stadium is going to be rocking tonight. I think Angels are good. I think Angels Stadium will be rocking tonight, and I think they're good. And this is why I know it's bad business. This is not an informed position. But if I were Artie Moreno and I feel good about making the playoffs, I'm keeping Otani. No doubt. And I'm and then I'm trying to convince him to stay. Correct. He's because not it, staying. Because you never know. You never well, know. Let me ask you this question. Why do you think and and you have a, a, an opinion that a lot of people have. Why do you think he's not staying? Because I don't think that ownership wants to or has the ability to do the things necessary for to make them a team that can compete. It doesn't seem like they. Well, want I mean, to... they've spent a lot of money. But what if they? Sure, but, but what they if still this need year, more. But right. what if this year they make a run? Well, here's the thing. How about this? And I, this is me speaking completely out of my rectal area. Really? Okay. Your rectal wow, area. that's very reckless of you. Okay, that's very <laughs> rectal of you. Oh, jeez, Kevin. What if Artie Moreno finally just learned? You know what? I'm just going to trust my baseball guys and let them do it and deal with it. And maybe it works. And no we can chance. These yeah, guys. that's not happening. No chance. You don't think? No, nope. no chance. I mean, is Jerry Jones all of a sudden one day going to go, you know what, I'm going to yeah, hire a general manager. But Jerry Jones wasn't also putting the teams for sale sign up for a second and then ripped it back off the lawn. Yeah, but do you think Al, Al Davis back in the day was like, you know what? Different people. Uh, well, no, I think they're all kind of the same personality no, yeah, but Al Davis had been a, a coach. Correct. Right, so GM. Al- and, and Jerry Jones thinks he knows a lot about football because he, he played, played college, college football. football. Artie Moreno did not. No, Artie, Artie Moreno Mar- understands the What if Artie Moreno did have this biz. epiphany and just said, all right, let my base people, baseball people do some stuff? Yeah, I don't believe that. I, but all I'm, I'm saying, saying is this, that if the Angels become winners, maybe Otani is willing to stay. Right. That's my point. 14 wildcard teams have made the playoffs. Half of them have won. So if they get in the tournament... Who the hell knows? I don't, I don't know. think even if they do win that, he would stay. You see, but oh, that's, I disagree that, with but that. But that's, that's a prevailing opinion. I don't agree with that. You know, I'm not sure of that. I don't know. I haven't I spoken think, to Otani. I think there has to be, at least, I mean, I'm, su- I'm surprised you haven't spoken to Otani. No, I mean, I'm, I've talked to his interpreter, but I haven't right. talked to Otani directly. Yeah. You know? uh, Speaking of which, you can hear the game tonight at 7 p.m., courtesy of Angels Radio, Angels Dodgers, the freeway series, which Cappy wants to avoid on our drive back down to Orange County. That's right. We'll bring you all the play-by-play. Not avoid the play-by-play, avoid the actual right. area, is yeah. what you say. Yeah. Tonight and tomorrow night, you can hear Angels Dodgers right here on 710 ESPN. The sound of summer baseball on your summer station, 710 ESPN. Yeah, and it's summer right. already. Let's it's get, summer. Let's continue this Otani conversation because I'm, I'm curious about another thing. And for the Dodgers, though, on the flip side, there's not a lot of big games in June, but I think this will qualify. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll tell you why in a second. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? 
your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Ah, it sounds like high school, doesn't it? 515 in the Southland, bleak 182. <laughs> Not for Cappy. Not for Cappy, no. He was like like turning 40 when I was in high school. <laughs> so funny you say that. Turn your mic on. <laughs> well, you know, Laura usually says you're up and on. You're up and on. No, don't hot. blame Laura. Yeah, huh? blame just me. Turn her. it on. I just this is in San Diego, it. Jack. Hit the button. You mean where people turn the mics on? Yeah, this is where you're a broadcaster getting compensated at a major market level. Mm-hmm. Almost for you. Yeah. But Sedano certainly isn't. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I know. you turn your mic on and off. <laughs> what about when you don't forget to turn your mic I on? I don't. Yes, you do. No, never. Yeah, you do. No. Sometimes you do. Never. Sometimes. Say it ain't so. We're I playing Week 182 for you. Why? I don't get it. Carry me home. Oh, come on. Lizzie, I swear to you guys, it's the funniest thing. They were playing last night, and I know so many people that went to this concert, and I know one song. This and song. I know the drummer has like tattoos all over his no, face. No, but then there's, there's the what's my age again? Why do you sound like you're so again? offended by the fact that we're associating you with Blink-182? Because yeah. I don't even know their music. And like for a lot of people, this was the anthem of their childhood. <laughs> and for me, like, that was more like you're that jam. young, Cappy. Well, yeah, Cappy, no chance. What do you mean? Nobody thinks that you grew <laughs> up as a child listening to this because you were far past child's age. No, I'm saying, uh, that, no. I'm saying that people think of this as being like the anthem of their childhood. Not for me. Yeah. Well, I think they're just teasing you yeah, about you're the more fact like that scorpions. you were singing it. Yeah, scorpions. <laughs> right, I love the scorpions. Big Scorps fan. Scorpions, rat. Rat. You know? Right, uh, right round, round, or whatever? Yeah, round and round. Uh. What comes around goes around. That was around. the news theme on KFI for like 20 years. Really? Wow. When you heard that, that was the, the KFI news. Round and round. Yeah. All right, then. Speaking of high school, can I read something real quick? Yeah, Something right cool ahead. we're doing. Sure. Of course, we're talking about All-Star Friday night. And thanks to our friends with Tolo Chevrolet, Mike Capozio over at Bu- Capozio Buick GMC. In addition to All-Star Friday night on Friday, July 14th, we're also teaming up to recognize 10 high school juniors and seniors who have excelled in the classroom and in the community. That's awesome. So if you know a great high schooler, listen up here. Go to ESPLA.com and nominate your child or student right now. The 10 All-Star students will receive $250 in cash and a VIP experience at our 710 ESPNLA All-Star Friday night event on July 14th, of course, at the West Covina Sports Complex, which means not only do you get that $250, you could also meet Cappy. Yeah. You could talk to Shinano. Right. Maybe producer Laura, producer Lindsay. Play first base. Maybe you could play first base. I mean, if you could. Yeah. Make your nominations today. ESPNLA.com. And again, special thanks to Rotolo Chevrolet, Composio Buick GMC for giving back to the community. By the way, Travis, that's how you read that read, if you're wondering. Whoa. Wow. I shot at Travis. Why did he take a strike? Because apparently... He's not doing a great job. That's why they had me just do it. So oh, they, they can send ow. him the tape and say, hey, guess what? This is a master class. Who is oh, they? Yeah. Who is they going to send them? Who are who Our is teammates they? in the back. Oh, yeah. You're crabby again today. Yeah. It's not crabby. I just, I got to clean up all these messes and I'm wow. tired of it. It is. Wow. You're tired you know? of it. Wow. You're done. I'm tired of it. Really? But people need to step up and do their job. I just yeah. don't want. Like a major market radio station. I just don't <laughs> want our show to get linked into your rage. Of course Seriously. you do. Of course you do. No. Yes, you do. No, I do. You create so much rage on your own. <laughs> We're the, I don't know what you're don't talking about. Don't take my rage. Much like in Succession, although I don't think you guys have gone there yet. The uh, disgusting, I finished already. The Disgusting Brothers? Yeah, yeah, yeah I love the We're disgusting the Rage Brothers. brothers. Yeah. We're the Rage Brothers. I just don't want us to be associated with rage. I like our brand of uh, stupidity. Yeah. Yes. Hey, by the way, so I finished Succession. And I felt like I needed something next. Like I didn't have a next thing. You needed a fix already? I, yeah. So you know what I turned into last night? Idol. On, uh, what's Idol? 
That's the oh, it's not good. No, that's the, the worst show. It's, it's so a, bad. It's a terrible HBO show that just yeah. has sex all the time with the weekend. Oh, I gotta it's see not that. Even that like, no, it's no, not even like no. Ireland was talking about it like he will not stop watching <laughs> oh, it. It's Wait, the worst so show. So I feel bad. like you and him are right up Wait, in that same alley. Is that girl like, like, seven, like seventeen or eight? Just turned eighteen. Like, come on, it's no, bad. Which girl? It's bad. Johnny Depp's daughter. Yeah, it's very no. So it's weird. On Father's Day, my parents were telling me about it. Like, oh, have you checked out the show? I haven't yet. And my dad's like, it's a little much. <laughs> Joe's right. It's very, very. I would nice. like to see it. <laughs> I know you, yeah, I know. you would. Yes. Happy, I don't even think that. I feel you and Ireland can do that during crosstalk. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. So Sorry, Lens. Go I, ahead. I, I, I just say I think it might even be a little much for you, Cappy. Really? Um, but even Mucho thinks it's Mucho. Yeah. You know? you know. It's a little much. Okay. Gotcha. I turned into last night. I was like, I need something here. I need a little fix. So I started this three-part doc. On Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. Okay, now have you seen this? I've not, but I've heard of it. Okay, would you have any interest in this? Maybe. Okay, let me tell you something. Um, I get the criticism that people have about documentaries that are produced by the subject themselves. I understand that. Yeah. I disagree. I actually like it because now what I'm getting from Arnold Schwarzenegger is, this is my life the way I want to tell it to you. Okay. Maybe it's sugarcoated. Not necessarily true. Well, it, I mean, it's that part. Maybe it's sugarcoated. Maybe he doesn't go maybe? deep into. Well, I don't know. Have you seen it? I mean, I have. I I was like, yeah, about it. Well, I, it's it's why I don't like those shows because I feel like they're inauthentic when the subject matter is doing their own thing. I totally I think, disagree. I think that the the rare and I bet you there were things that ESPN had to concede back then. I don't know what you know. Connor Shell was running the the films at that time. But the Jordan doc, I'm sure there had to be some concessions to that. Although it was pretty like they were talking about almost every, pretty much everything I remember at that time. Arnold Schwarzenegger, in at least through the this the episode and a half that I've watched so far, in my opinion, he's telling me, his viewer, here's my story as I want to tell it to you. I get so, that. So is it supposed to be a hardcore factual documentary or is it Arnold Schwarzenegger's memoir, if you will? So here's the thing. Right. That's for sick offense. But if you want to learn something, you learn, then you go watch something that is not that. Well, somebody tell me what else to watch. But I, I like this Arnold piece last night. The first episode was I mean, about, you can watch whatever you want. Whatever entertains you, floats your boat, is all good, bro. But why the criticism? For, no, no, no for, criticism. For but that's the criticism. It's like you're just telling, you're doing an infomercial. You're telling everybody no, you're the doing story an through your eyes. You're doing an infomercial. You're such a big star. Okay, cool. And people are so interested in you, I, but I'm I, telling you I, that my story. It, look, so the Derek Jeter doc okay. is a perfect example of that. They were, I, the first episode, mm-hmm. I, I don't remember how many parts there were, maybe 10, I don't know. But the first episode was incredible. It was the most informative thing. I had very little idea other than obviously seeing his parents coming from a mixed uh, marriage that uh, just the assumption was in those times, I can imagine their life must have been very challenging to deal with because that was not widely accepted, you know, in the 70s. You know what I mean? In, in certain, particularly in certain parts of the country. So, but that episode to me grabbed me because of that, them telling that story of how challenging it was to raise a family in that time. Then after that, it was basically the Derek Jeter's like, hey, I'm awesome at baseball, and you're just going to see a bunch of highlights from games that I've seen already a million times. I don't, ca- I didn't care for it after the first episode because there was authenticity in the first part, and then everything after that, it's just manufactured stuff I've already seen. Now, you know Arnold Schwarzenegger is a big 7-10 listener. Okay. I, I hope he is. Yeah. Didn't he uh, used to represent your old team? Uh, I don't know if he represented them. I mean, he was, uh, you know, did the governor thing. Go, right. charges, yeah. go. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I want to say to Arnold, who I know you're driving around right now, I love what I'm seeing. Cool. If, if I'm sure these it's guys, If these guys all think that it's, uh, it's not authentic, then so be it. I find it very authentic. Arnold is this kid yeah. from Austria, yeah. and by the time he's 22 years old, he's a monster. Yeah. An absolute monster. Yeah. And, well, we would all be monsters, too, if we were taking the stuff. Oh, and he talks about yeah, taking no, steroids. I, yeah. He talks about it. And he was taking the steroids. Right. And didn't he, he first he, try to deny it originally back then? Back in those days. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But it's he, not in this doc, so you no. wouldn't know. Well, yeah. but, he, but, he, but he admits it. He admits it in the show <laughs> that he that they took steroids. Of course, he goes, anybody who was well, doing that. Well, kind of has to now. Well, yeah. Well, but you know what? <laughs> you think? But I, but I actually, I, I got to go back and look at that scene of 
was it Arnold now or was it Arnold back then? I don't remember. But anyway. Your veins are popping out like Arnold right he now. He is. Neck. He's very Ugh, heated about this. God. He's very passionate. Serious passion, man. No, wait, wait, wait. Do not call me a hater. You are a hater. No, I'm not. I wish you'd have this kind of passion when we were talking about the Lakers or something. Oh, yeah. oh like wow. Apron. Passion and energy, wow. Cappy. Passion right. and energy. I mean, you're All defending Arnold like he was, uh, you know, you Arnold, were like. Uh, how much you know. is he paying you, Cap? Yeah. 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 Like, he's on the, like he's an investor inside it or something. He. Full disclosure, he I is. Mean, <laughs> I don't want to say. I don't like to, For to comparison, divulge, you know. Yeah. Don't are, you don't want to yeah. let people know. Yeah. For yeah. comparison, mm-hmm. can you imagine? I know, Morales, you loved the Tiger documentary. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if Tiger Woods like had any input in that whatsoever? Oh, oh God, the HBO one was incredible. Right. Yeah, exactly. But he, he literally had no input. Right. right. On the flip side, though, I told Cap when we were talking about this, the only, you know, I watch every documentary well, literally ever made. Well, Made in America, by the way. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Come right. on. Right. The, the, the one with Shaq in it, Shaq was amazing in it. He was great in it. The one that HBO recently yeah. put out with Shaq. Yeah. He narrated the whole thing, but he narrated it. It wasn't It wasn't done the same way that the Arnold one was right. done. He didn't dictate. He just right. narrated. You guys yes. are missing what I'm saying, though. I am finding. No, you like it, and I, it's cool. Not only do I like it. Forget like it. I find it unbelievably inspiring. Because when you're this kid from Austria mm-hmm. and you grow up and you think you want to be a bodybuilder and then you reach the top, yeah. but then you come to the United States and, and the, everybody's laughing at you because you're all puffy and fat. But he's like, what do you mean puffy and fat? And how America changed his life was amazing. And, and the most incredible thing to me was there was a guy back in the day, his name was Joe Weeder. And if you ever did anything yes. with supplements or bodybuilding in like the late 70s and the 80s, there was only one brand. It was the Weeder brand. Yeah. Well, Weeder, he had benches, he had everything. Yes. Weeder brings Arnold to the United States. Yeah. And as Arnold starts to become a great bodybuilder, Joe Weeder says, Arnold, the best thing you could do in your life is invest in real estate. Before Arnold Schwarzenegger becomes a leading man in Hollywood, he's already a millionaire because he's been buying apartment buildings in L.A. So he didn't have to kiss ass necessarily to get certain roles. He could kind of figure out what he wanted to do because he already had money. It was really an amazing, incredible story. And I'm only halfway through it. So, Arnold, I love you, buddy. No, I do like that part. I mean, that's cool. And for about 10 years, Arnold had amazing hair when he was governor. Mm. He had amazing. And by the way. He wasn't a great governor, but we all wanted him to be governor you, you, you at that point. You know point. what this is all really about, right? Tell, right. tell us. Mm. I mean, come on. This is all about Cappy wanting wanting us, wanting total control of his 710 documentary eventually. That's what this is about. He doesn't want us controlling the narrative. What are you doing? Why are you like, flexing like <laughs> Arnold? Watch this. For a 50-plus-year-old, you don't look bad, Cabby. Huh. I know. Are you on steroids right now? Because what's going on with that right bicep? <laughs> Seriously. I'm glad you're not. I'm not the only one that looked at yeah, that. Yeah. Are you Are you on the sauce? Seriously. If you know where to get it, I'll take some. I got to. <laughs> no, no. All seriousness. I Come on. I know you know people. So it's like, you know. You look like that guy from Pete, Pete and Pete. Are you taking HGH? Amongst other things. You are totally, though. Why? You think he's taking HGH? Why? He's, not the he's dad, leaned right? out a little bit. He's getting well, stronger. He's just stopped eating. He just ate a pizza, bro. What are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, I did. About? I just put down that pizza. <laughs> what are you talking about? Extra yeah. pixie dust? It was, I'm so fat. What? No, you're not. How much HGH are you taking? How much do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what. how many milligrams are taken in a dose. Seven. No, that's not. can't be true. Seven. I don't believe that. I'm I don't either. I've just made that yeah. up. You look good. Oh, I do? Really? Yeah. Like, I look no, not like that. Oh. <laughs> you look good. Shoot the juice right in there. Oh, my God. Anyway. So no, you anyway. got to put it in the tushy. You oh, know what? Right in the tuchus? Yeah. I'm glad you love it, Cappy. I'm I glad do. you love the Arnold Doc. Yeah, you should watch it. Nah. Let me know what you think. I mean, maybe. Get back to me. It seems entertaining, but it's not my thing. Really good. I'd, I'd much rather watch something that he didn't produce. Very inspiring. Right. I Very mean, inspiring. I still may get around to it if I got nothing better to do. Very inspirational. You know? Uh, we didn't get into the Dodger stuff we were going to get into, but oh. we'll do Radio Tinder next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Live Imagey Tuesday on Shinano and Cap around 5.30 in the Southland. We'd like to play a TV theme or... How about a summer blockbuster theme? On this day in 1975, Hollywood's first major summer must-see blockbuster, Jaws, oh. opened up in theaters. Shark-infested waters, mm-hmm. like walking into 710 way back when. Oh, you know it. Less so now. But no, I'm talking about like 10 years ago when I first walked in here. Yeah, shark-infested. Like, oh, my gosh. Really? Couldn't walk down the hallway without getting... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> really? That's when Mason and I, when we're like king, like, oh, you can't talk to them. Don't look at them right in the eye. No yeah. way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't look them in the eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mason would walk in with sunglasses and not look at anybody because he was doing Good Day LA back then. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. And a young 20 something director named Steven Spielberg, who had only directed like the pilot of Columbo and some play, they gave a break. And look how that turned out, Jack. Wow. It's like when we rescued you from San Diego Sports right. Radio. Look how that's turned out, Jack. You can follow Worked her. Worked out well. Radio Tinder Time. You can follow her at Lindsay Baseball on Twitter or Instagram. Don't forget about our sponsor, Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. Did you guys like that movie, Jaws? Oh, it was incredible. Yeah, it was ter- terrifying. Yeah. Did you like Jaws 2? Was um, that the one with the electrocution at the end? Or was that Jaws 3? I don't I remember. Think that was 3. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. come on. The movie's like 50 years old, Cap. Oh, I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, wow. Ew. Of course you haven't seen it. What is Jaws. this? It's a wet wipe from, wet yard, from yeah. yard House. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> I mean, you were about to give John Ireland your soiled underpants. Well, he offered. <laughs> I mean, he offered to clean them. He did, but he's like, give them to me. What, you got skid marks? I'll get them out. It's like, wow, Ireland, that was really sweet of you. What a strange conversation. That, that was weird. This, yeah. The whole day's been weird, and it's my fault. I blame myself. Why is that? Because tomorrow, I'm I'm heading out for a couple of days of R and R. So you're just trying to get again? it all out. So today I'm just feeling Wait, weird. Are you guys just gonna do this again, where you talk for the first like ten minutes of Radio Tinder, <laughs> <laughs> two days in a row. Wow. <laughs> Go ahead, Lindsay. Sorry, take it away. I'm Lindsay. just asking because you know it is award winning back to back for okay, a reason. Listen, listen, it is yours. We don't want to deny the people, right? <laughs> but then again, I guess there is a bit of a conflict. <laughs> Because we are show of the year. It is your segment. Go. <laughs> Take it away. Thanks, Kathy. All right. Few people are enjoying the Nuggets' first ever NBA championship, like the team's head coach, Michael Malone. Well, a photo surfaced on Twitter today showing the 51-year-old coach sporting a new shoulder tattoo. Like, hey, on his shoulder. That's really cool. Um, the the wow. tattoo is of the Nuggets mascot, Mixie the Miner, holding the NBA's Larry O'Brien trophy. Uh-huh. Is there any achievement that would make you want to get a tattoo to commemorate it? No. Swipe left or swipe right? Left. I'm out. What do you got, Kev? Just not, just not my thing. I don't want needles in my body. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, my answer is... I've never done it, so I can't think of anything that would get me to do it. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of people, when they do an Iron Man, they get the Iron Man M tattooed yeah. on, like, their ankle or something. Uh, I mean, listen, if I did something like that, maybe, but I just, I'm too much of a chicken bleep. Nah, I didn't even want it. I was like, whatever. I was like, I got the picture at the finish line. I don't need the tattoo. Yeah, and the video. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, I'm Kona. out. I'm out on, t- I'm out on tats. All right, next. Wait, Christopher, you didn't answer Oh, it. sorry. What was the question? <laughs> would you ever get a would tattoo? Would you ever get a tattoo, bro? I desperately, yo, bro. Sorry, I didn't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this guy, bro. Yes, I des- I've always wanted a tattoo. You do? You want one? Yeah. Of what? I always wanted the hand I'll from take the Godfather you. Let's with go. the puppet strings, but I've mm-hmm. never gotten the bicep. Mm-hmm. 
Let's go. <laughs> properly put it on. Raj has got a great oh. April yeah, producer. Yeah. Raj. Yeah, yeah. Why? What do you want to get, Laura? Uh, I don't know yet. I have two tattoos, but I'm always down to get someone like. Break Would the their boo re- get mad if I got your name tattooed on me just oh, for a bit? Jesus, what just are you for doing? the bit. That's weird. I don't think so because you know you're, it's not like you're taking me. So no, know. but I just think that would be a hilarious. Right, bit. get like at unique underscore. <laughs> yes. Yeah, please do and advertise it. Follow me, by the way. Yeah, let's go. I love taking people that have never gotten tattoos to get a tattoo. Oh, so you have tattoos? I do. I have. Oh, tattoos. She said two. Yeah. I didn't hear. Lindsay tattoos. Can you give me some HGH nope. so I can cycle up for the bicep? <laughs> I'll be ready by December. He's got a guy. He's got a guy. He's got a guy for everything. Uh, next week, I'm going to get testosterone shots, and I'm going to bring him in here. Those are the ones. And I'm going to shoot you, you are, You're, you're going to shoot me with testosterone. Don't let him do that. Yeah, I'm going to do it. No. I'm gonna that doesn't seem it. like a good bit. Yeah. No, I, know I, how I want to you do, to pull your I'm, pants down, and I'm going to administer... Right in your tuchus. No, please don't. Is you, that going to be our behind-the-scenes show part two? Yes, yeah, that can be. Behind oh, the scenes. Next episode. Behind. The next episode. You can paralyze him if you don't know where to hit that Oh, that shot. sounds good. I cannot paralyze him. <laughs> no, yes, not, you in your, not if you put it in your in your butt, like in your hip. It's, no, 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 but he has to... Yeah, yeah, I, I know how to actually give the shot. I gotta, you want to give it to him? No. Yeah, yeah, you can watch YouTube and learn how to give the shot. I got a big trunk. You might need two. Yeah? You know, I got junk in the trunk, yeah? In the dump truck. Yeah? Okay. All right. I'm going to put it right in your dump truck. You might not be able to twerk for a couple days, though. Can you handle that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can you handle that? Probably not. Can't we just bring a guy to, to shoot us up? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 100%. Like a professional. For, you know, yeah. Chris, I know real guy. nurses. Chris, you are off the rails today. First, you're talking about you got to get off the junk. Now, you're talking about shooting up. Like, what is going on? Well, you said shoot up with testosterone. Yeah. It's I know, good for but you. I'm just saying. I feel like. I mean, when I say the junk, I mean the je- junk food for the last week I and a half. I just think you need to, you know, vocal font properly. You know, a, uh, a shot of testosterone <laughs> would do you good. You think so? Oh, I do. You think my testosterone's low right now? I think now? a little bit low. Really? Yeah, it's just a, just an observation. I don't think it's low at <laughs> yeah. all. What are you qualified? Are you qualified to- Well, no, I will say this. Give that observation? When I was on, <laughs> what's the acne medication <laughs> no. that I took years ago? Uh, Accutane? Accutane. Yeah. And they had to test everything every week. Yeah. I had off the, the charts testosterone. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that anymore. Hey, man, well, I mean, you're also older. Yeah, well, that's well, what happens. 20 years. As guys get older, yeah. their testosterone levels drop. And, you know- that Accutane probably sucked out the uh, the manliness. The, yeah. Do you think if we were both taking like high levels of testosterone, yeah. we'd just be like, you know, like, like we could be like a wrestling tag team? Yeah, like the super studs <laughs> that we used to be? Yeah. Right. Just start picking fights. Dude, at, we'd be like the road side. warriors. Yeah, just start throwing fights. Yo, you look at me, bro? Right. Hey, you man. you look at me? Hey, hey, are you breathing the same air I am? <laughs> yeah. Kick your freaking ass, yeah, man. You guys don't need testosterone. Yeah. Okay, bro. Some HGH, maybe I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, Lindsay. Chris, you sound like the bros that were following Ricky Fowler all weekend. Well, so many bros, so many bros. What's, bros. what's next, Linz? A great grandma has revealed her secret to a long life after celebrating her 100th birthday. But she did not celebrate with a glass of champagne and she doesn't drink alcohol. And instead, Oof. she enjoyed a nice cup of her favorite Taifu tea. She said that keeping busy and being kind has helped her to reach the milestone birthday, along with drinking eight cups of tea per day. Let's say this were actually true. Would you drink eight cups of tea per day if you could live to be 100? How good am I at 100, though? Well, this lady's like, she's legit. She can give a whole interview. She looks pretty normal. No, no, but at 100, (laughs) am I still moving? Can I move around on my own? Can I wipe my own booty? Can I? All that stuff is important to me. Mm -hmm. I think any, what what is to be expected of somebody at the age of I mean, it depends. I've seen 90-something. I mean, uh, Bill Burke, the Lakers' um, old former, uh, current scout, right? 95 years old. That dude's still doing summer league. Get out of here. I swear to God. For real? Bro, no joke. Wow, 95 years old? Still scouting. Jeez, he's probably looking at these guys going, where are the Chuck Taylors? You know am, what I mean? Like, I, what are these guys wearing? Am, am I, I mean, this guy's a legend. So, if, if, you know, if I'm him at 100, he's 95. Like, I'd take that. Sure. By the way, should you have that problem when you get to be that age, right. John Ireland will clean your shorts. No there problem. There you go. That's you true, know? too. Yes, exactly. I would drink eight cups of tea if I could die peacefully at 45. Stop like, just go to sleep that. and just. Oh, my God. Stop. How nice would that be? God just to take a nice nap. God forbid. Don't. We need you. I'm tired. We need you longer than beyond next year. Go, Cappy. What? You answer the question. Yeah, I'm in. If if you tell me I drink eight cups of tea a day and I get to live to 100, I'm in. What if no matter what, what condition? Yeah, no matter what condition. No alcohol, though. What if you could not drink and alcohol? No alcohol. Oh, oh I Cappy. didn't know that. I forgot about that. Yeah. Part. You, and Cappy's, are you and Cappy's you and Rachel's relationship will be over then. Yeah, yeah. Only, over. 100%. She needs so much alcohol just right. to stand you. Right, no tequila. No tequila. We're done. Yeah, it's true. So that'd be a deal breaker? Yeah, probably so. 
All right, what's next? All right, Adele did not go easy on Sylvester Stallone when she purchased his Beverly Park mansion for almost $60 million last year. The Rocky star revealed in a recent interview that Adele agreed to buy the property on one unique condition. She insisted that his bronze statue of Rocky Balboa remain at the house. Stallone admitted that he wanted to take the poolside sculpture of the fictional boxing champion, punching the air with him, but Adele said, nope, that's a deal breaker that's going to blow the whole deal. You have to leave that behind. Mm-hmm. So wow. if you guys sold your house, is there anything like really cool oh, no. that would be a deal breaker if the buyer wanted you to leave it? Oh, no. I mean, nothing. I've moved enough times where oh, around the country where nothing like that is... is not a single piece of furniture, nothing, not a picture, nah, nothing. No, nah, I mean, pictures, you know, got them all on your phone now, you know? So, no. I got to tell you guys, um, I think I've told you the story, but, you know, Rachel... And I were neighbors. Yes. Ten houses and she apart. she was Mark Rogandino's uh, babysitter. babysitter. Yeah. That he still has you know, dreams about to this yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Ten houses apart. So, But we didn't really know each other. Anyway, point oh, of the story yeah, is this. We all believe I, that. I'm at her place a lot now, and I walk by my old house. And the people who bought my old house, I swear to you, there's not one thing that's different. Even the planters outside that were like that we put there and we planted little trees in yeah. right by the garage. Every last detail of the house on the outside looks exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I just left it all. Like I just got up and left it and said, here, have it. Yeah. And they took it. It's still the same. Yeah. All these years later. Yeah. So nothing. Okay. Keep the Rocky Balboa statue. I can get another one. Yeah. I can get a mini Rocky. It's funny that Adele of all people would want to keep that. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe she was a big Rocky fan growing Clearly. up. Clearly. She must yeah. have loved it. Uh, is that it? Are we done? That's it for Radio Tinder. Each, That's too bad. Each and every day. Brought to you by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com, and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. All right, coming up next. <sighs> Cappy. Oh, my. Really a sign? Lindsay has done an incredible job. Of? Of dissecting the Dodgers pitching problem. Oh, really? Yeah. So I want to get to that coming up here in just a second. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Come on now. Quarter in front of 6 p.m. in the Southland on a live imaging Tuesday with Shinato and Cap on this day Mm. in 1988. New Edition released their fifth studio album, Heartbreak. But you know who wasn't part of New Edition then? Bobby Brown. Bobby had released his second solo studio album, this one, Don't Be Cruel. Is that right? I thought this was his first album. Maybe not. Your love too. Here it comes. Here it comes. You ready for the hook, Cappy? Can you feel it? Here we go, Cappy. Come on. You know it ain't cool. I don't be cruel. Cause I would never be that cruel to you. Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. Oh, no, no, no. I don't be cruel. The hits that were on this album? Girl, you need to change your attitude. Uh-no, uh-no, uh. I don't be cruel. You know, uh, maybe on our new reality show, mm. we should do like a boy band bit. <laughs> <laughs> or just karaoke. Yeah, where we become our we own boy be, band. We don't have to be a bit. No. No, no just go to karaoke. Yeah, That'll but, be good enough footage. Well, okay, so where so, we all do karaoke together or individually? No, together. Okay, as a group. Hold on, think about the five singles on this album. All right, let me hear. Oh, don't be I? cruel. Yeah. Okay. My prerogative. Oh. Oh. Roni. Roni. Every little step. Every, every little step. step and take. rock with you. Oh, I want to rock with you. All five out of control hits. Bangers. I'm telling you, Bobby in, like, from... 
1987 to like 1991 was as hot a male artist in music. And I hate to say this because I know we do a bit about the Beatles and stuff. Nobody ever gives New Edition the credit for being a group and the solo spinoffs. All of them were all great. Because we make a big deal about John and Paul and Ringo and George Mm -hmm. with their singles, with their solo careers. Can't touch what New Edition spun off to. Oh, I don't think there's any question. Yeah, but really? a lot of people don't say that. Really? Right. No, Bobby Brown, Ralph, 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 Ralph Tresvin, Bell, Bibb, and DeVoe. Yes. It's controversial. Um, and then... We'll be together. Every little step I take. Uh, you will be there. Every little step I take. We'll be together. I think you guys would love my 615 rejoin. Oh, beautiful. So. Nice. That's coming up in about 30 minutes. The producer wore a 615 rejoin of the day. Call my home. In the, in the break, Happy was trying to tell me about thermogenics. You, no, you were saying you want to take thermogenics, thermogenics, but you're afraid your heart's going to stop. And then you said, what's the worst thing that could happen? And I said, actually, yeah. that is the worst thing that yeah, could happen. Yeah, the heart could Just stop. Just a little something, yeah. you know. Chris, I feel like you have an unrational fear of your heart stopping. I do. He does. But he also likes to say he wants to do things from like like a five miles per hour like stroll to like a hundred very quickly, so... Well, I'm a 100 mile an hour into the wall kind of guy. Yeah. If you're not driving the car 100 miles an hour, are you really living? Yeah. Are you into living? The wall. Yeah, what's well, the worst? Right that's the, the case, you should have ate the sushi. No, I was I was, I was, was worried about my underpants. <laughs> yeah. I was worried I was going to have to text Cappy like, what do you do in this situation, right. Cappy? I know, you run to the merch shop and you buy some U.S. Open underpants. It's <laughs> a long line, too. A <laughs> long line. <laughs> I, I'm going to take them, but I'll be right back because I need them right now. <laughs> you would have gone right to the dressing room. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's rough. So, Cappy, you yeah. heard Lindsay there. Yeah. She has done a lot of research today okay. on what's gone wrong with this Dodgers pitching staff. Why don't we just make it easy on her and have her tell us what's gone right with the Dodgers pitching staff? Because that won't take real long. Right. Right. But the whole point is to explain people why things have gone wrong. Understood. Yeah. Well, I think you could say the only bright spot is Evan Phillips in the bullpen. Yeah, he's been good. He's got filthy stuff. Yeah, he's, he's got only... this crazy backdoor slider to, to right-handed hitters that's wild. Yeah, backdoor uh, slider. Uh, I've done a little scouting on that. Do you know yeah. what that is? Yeah, it's good. It's good. The way he grips the ball no, man, is when super the ball, interesting. When the ball you know? curves in on that. Yeah, right. Backdoor slider. You know, Some guys like a front door slider. I prefer a backdoor slider myself. Cappy, <laughs> Cappy can you tell us about Bruce Star Gratterall and his uh, swings and misses? Oh, yeah, for sure. Gladly. Gladly. So a slider either sweeps across, yeah. or it could go back door. It go, it's it kind of curves back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Like back door. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you're you. an idiot. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm man. glad. Somebody, Let's mark the tape for Mandy's three. Let's That's cut right. this up. I'm glad. Some, yeah, seriously. I'm glad somebody hit you in the shin. Yeah, you are in practice last year. This year, I'm coming out with my A game. I pal. hope somebody hits you in the other shin no, this year. I'm coming out with my A game this year. <laughs> Um, so here's what Lindsay's got. So obviously Evan Phillips has been good. So there's your answer for the good. Well, as for Gratterall, I just want to say right now, um, entering this past Sunday, he was ranked 366. This is off the top of my head, by yeah, the way. Uh-huh. Just so everybody knows and everybody who's watching on YouTube, yeah. just so you know, this is off the top of my head. I am not reading this. Mm-hmm. This is stuff I have memorized. Mm-hmm. Of 366, he's he's that far down. Okay, uh, with a 16.5 whiff percentage. Wait, what? A whiff. <laughs> you don't even know. You might as well have said you were not reading it because you were trying to read it and you couldn't read it. I was not reading that. <laughs> I know that off he the top of my head. I think the best part was you saying you weren't going to read it, but right. then tried to read it and read it and read it poorly. I thought this was the part of the show you were going to be good at. <laughs> I am good at it. I'm good at not reading stuff. I'm good at regurgitating stuff I have memorized about the Dodgers pitching staff so and their bullpen. What he what he meant to say. Yeah. That's a whiff average. <laughs> You've whiffed on this sentence for sure. All right. Can you read the Bruce no, Gratterall again? It. He's a whiffer. <laughs> at, at a 16.5% clip. Wait. Get, all right. So let me read what it actually is. Bruce, Bruce Dark Gratterall is hardly inducing any swings and misses. Entering on Sunday, he ranked 366th out of a possible 383 qualified pitchers with a 16.5 whiff percentage. Mm-hmm. So basically, of all the pitchers in Major League Baseball, okay, uh, 383 have pitched this season going into this weekend. He's ranked 366 in swings and misses. Mm-hmm. Like, he can't, he, everyone's hitting him. Everyone's getting contact. Mm. 
Um, I'll give you some other analysis again, yeah. top ahead. Yeah, know, just sort top of, ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Um, you guys familiar with Caleb Ferguson's work? Uh, yeah, sure. He has a 3.46 ERA. Yeah. Not 3.45. Right. Not 3.47. Yeah. 3.46. Yeah. Um, he's offered somewhat more consistent production from the left side. Yeah. Because um, he's a lefty. Right. Yes. Um, no, left. Right. Don't try to do this at home, kids. This left. is <laughs> right. No, you, left, mean, right, you mean correct. Left. Right. Left. Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. No. Meal. We apologize for Sedano and Cap this afternoon. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> All right. Anyway, go ahead. He's lefty. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up at this uh, point. You're not. You're reading it off of Lindsay's good information. Lindsay, what is this? I mean? think it's funnier when Cappy reads it. <laughs> Let me read this to you. Caleb <laughs> Ferguson. Yeah. And Victor Gonzalez. Right. Both guys lefties. Have offered more consistent production from the left side. Yes. But, but. they have both faltered. Faltered. Good word for a love song. They yeah. faltered yes. in several late game, ooh, high pressure situations. Or, yes, situations. They, um. You also often falter in high pressure situations, Kepi. I don't know, Lens. I kind of feel, I feel like I'm the opposite. I Would feel you like be I'm a closer? A <laughs> I feel like I'm a thriver in high pressure, Would you be high a, leverage yeah, situations. Are, are, you, are you a fireman or Would are you, you a closer? Would you be a closer? Set up man? No, nah, I think I'm more of a closer. Okay. I think I'm more of a closer. What, what would be your? What would You're be? not a five six setup. No, I think I'm. I think I'm more of a bring me in, have a theme song for me when Who's I come your theme out. Song? Yeah. What's your song? You know my theme song. I don't know. If I'm a closer. Yeah. It's gonna be Hell's Bells. You no, do the Trevor Hoffman no, thing. No. Come on. I gotta be original. Right. Blink One Eighty Two. No. No. Oh. What is it? It's the song that when I hear it. I know that I'm walking in slow motion. Mm. So it's a song that Tonight's just, the night? Not tonight's the night. That's a good one. Yeah. But not tonight's Are you the, gonna be like the hammer of God? Mariano Rivera, <laughs> as our friend JT the Brick would say, the hammer of God. <laughs> just tell us what it is so we can watch you on the YouTube video, like run in right. like you're closing right. out like, a game. Like Disco Inferno. With the organ playing, read some of the, really? the Yeah, Disco Inferno. Really? Yeah. Really? With the organ playing though, read some so of the lame. Lindsay stuff. Oh yeah, you want to hear some For of the promo. Yeah. For the promo. All right, here we go. You know, other than Shelby Miller, yes. who has a 2.40 ERA, yeah. the team has not found any other uncovered gems right. unsuccessfully cycling through a cast of unproductive arms like Phil Bickford, Bickford. Justin Brugge, <laughs> and Wander Cerro. Wait, 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 Justin, who? Brugge. <laughs> That's Justin's name. <laughs> Justin. Can you, how do you spell his name? B R I B R U I B R U I H L. Brutal. Oh man. You respect that man's last name. I don't know how to say it. You're home of real Dodgers talk. Seven ten ESPN. And then right. what's the last guy? Who's that? Uh, Wander Cerro. <laughs> that was close. That was Suero. Good. It was close. Suero. 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 See. I was muy suero today as I was walking <laughs> I the streets, man. Mean. It was hot as hell out there. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Do you know what suero is? Suero? <laughs> yeah, suero. No, it's this guy's last name. <laughs> it is that guy's last name. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> tell me. <laughs> Como se dice suero en inglés? <sighs> Good night, everyone.